0: Welcome to this evening's episode of Dungeon Jedi Masters Theatre. Tonight's story is a tale of three individuals simply trying to make their way at the edge of the galaxy. Presenting, Vagrant Raiders. The morning comes the day of the prestigious event party at the Meliwampa hosted by Yerkus Dinago, bringing in all sorts uh, from Gallisport locally uh, uh, some of the the high-ranking members of that uh, that city including the Lalas just other criminal related, Likes and whatnot, uh, some off worlders as well. Uh, just something for Yurkus to basically show, you know, his uh, his weight uh, around uh, things, his, his, uh, his level of power that he has. Hopefully, you all had gotten some sleep uh, as you prepare for this uh, big task uh, put out before you by Kent Baron to take out Yurkus, uh, a massive thorn in his side and the Empire's side and knowing your close relations with him has tasked you with getting to Yurkus and taking him out, however you need to do that, but get him out of the way. And in exchange, will return your stolen ship, Vagrant's Mistress, and also, to maybe more benefit to Dadesh, a a clean slate uh, in your background, uh, whatever that may contain. So the morning comes, and there is a... In the bunks where you were in, in the uh, Minock warehouse, uh, Minock gang warehouse, you you both uh, hear a uh, commotion. Uh, sounds like a couple people kind of going back and forth, a uh, voice you don't recognize, and then you think you might recognize the other voice as Kweiss. Uh,
1: oh, brother. Dadesh groggily wipes some... Have something from their eye with their claws they stretch and get up grabbing their gear instinctually as they go to see what the commotion is not really checking to see if their captain is awake or not
0: as you get up and uh, head towards the source of the sound you see uh, an individual talking uh, with in in fact quace and uh, it seems to be a little bit of a heated exchange as Quays is, is kind of arms out in a gesture of questioning, confusion, as the other uh, individual is, is you can see, a little kind of reserved as uh, is, is they are trying to uh, explain something.
1: Dedesh is going to slip on their mask as they roll their eyes and is going to try and walk up to the conversation, but in a way that they're, they're more behind Quays indicating that that's the one they know
2: kel combination of the noise outside and datish also kind of gathering up uh their gear will sort of stir roll out of uh roll out of the bunk that they're in and make their way to uh into the main room not really approaching the conversation too closely but uh staying far enough back i guess to not engage in it, but, uh, be able to overhear and kind of, uh, you know, chime in if, uh, the mood strikes him.
0: So as you, uh, head out, you know, a moment or two behind data, as you have, uh, essentially inserted yourself in this, the, the individual talking to Quace, uh, sees you come up and, you know, gives a, a little bit of a acknowledgement, uh, but you can tell right away that there's something wrong. And, and Quace, uh, sees you come forward as well. Good morning, Dadish. Um we, we have a bit of a problem.
1: Looks like it by the tone of your discussion. What seems to be the issue?
0: Well, uh, she gestures over to the other individual. Daxter, would you, uh, would you like to explain to uh, what's what happened here?
1: Yes, Daxter. What happened here? Yeah. You can tell that Diddish is tired.
0: Dexter uh, looks at you, and you can see he's got like an apron on, gloves, and he looks like a uh, mechanic, uh, tinker type. And he just—you can sense his nervousness—and he says, "Well, well, um, so we were we were trying to install the the armor upgrades on." Uh, on your droid friend, uh, 4D. And I just don't, I don't know what happened. We, we, we were taking the chassis apart to make the installations and, and, uh, just, it just kind of seemed like he shorted out and, uh, we, we, we got him back online and he was just spouting all sorts of nonsense. Uh, his, his, uh, vocal modulations was all over the place, uh, different Tones and accents and, and all sorts of things. Uh and and then all of a sudden there was another short and he went out and we just we, we can't get him back. Uh we we're not sure, right? Just I'm just not sure.
1: All of that was pretty normal for 4D up until the can't get him back part, but So you're telling me you broke the droid?
2: Guess as Kel hears that he's going to uh hurriedly walk uh up into the conversation uh what do you mean you broke my droid quays
0: turns to you gives you a nod morning cal Kel. Kel, this is dexter our uh one of our better techs here but apparently not today
2: sure uh sure seems like it. if he's one of your better ones uh why is my droid offline
0: i i i'm i'm really sorry i i he's He's just, uh, quite an older model and, you know, it, it should have been pretty routine, but I think did, did you, did you do any, uh, technical improvements, uh, to modifications to the droid? Uh, it just,
2: it's kind of something I haven't really, really ever seen. No, and I, uh, can't take, uh, any credit or blame for the way 4D is and was, uh, Sort of arrived that way, we'll say. He he kind of kept saying before we got into it that
0: you know he wanted to do it himself. Um, I just you know I've
2: I just never seen 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 anything like it. Well, I guess the question is, how long is it going to take you to get him back online? That that
0: unfortunately I I don't know I, I I'm calling in calling in a friend to to help take take a look at them. and uh i wish i could say a few hours but it could be could be the full day just depends on just just depends on
2: what what we're dealing with uh today of all days
1: now we're a man down chris
2: just do what you can whatever you need to do to get him back online whether it's hours end of day, whatever, just get him back online. He looks at
0: you and he kind of like straightens up almost like he's going into a, a you know, standing at attention and he says eh, eh, ab- absolutely, uh, you know, we'll get right on it and uh, he'll, he'll be good as good as new as soon as we can.
1: Dittish will turn to Quace a bit and half-heartedly say, please don't tell me Chop had a stroke or something last night
0: she she sees the humor in your statement and gives a a quick chuckle to that and says no no he uh i'd be surprised if he slept uh, at all last night i know he's uh he's pretty amped up for this he I, I think he's genuinely just excited to go into the fight uh into the you know the arena there but uh but the chance to get at yerkus that's uh that sits really deep with him so but uh he uh he should be over uh this afternoon certainly uh shall we get some breakfast please
1: this is not a good start to the morning to say the least kind of rubbing their temple
0: she escorts you to a small kitchenette area that they have within the warehouse and uh there's uh one or two other individuals that seem to be grabbing first meal of the day as well and uh, just kind of gestures to to the the cupboards and cabinets and tells you to help yourself Uh, they do have all sorts of various foodstuffs uh, and things uh, beverages to get and uh, put together a a bit of a meal in the morning here so as you guys uh, sit together at the table quays just enjoying a, a warm beverage herself holding her cup in front of her in thoughts, uh, but then looks up and kind of breaks the momentary silence. Says, So without the droid, you uh, you still think uh, you can handle this?
2: If I'm being completely honest, I'm not sure without the droid if our odds got uh, better or worse. But I uh, suppose we're too far along at this point. I don't see a better opportunity than this.
1: They just kind of slips their slips their mask off their face to hang around their neck as they take a bite of something meaty and nod in agreement to what Kel is saying.
2: Looks like we have uh, a couple extra tickets though, if uh you fancy taking in the fights or any uh anyone else here part of your crew wants to join in.
0: Well a lot of us uh we we wouldn't know uh left to right, uh to be in a place like that. Uh um, I mean, can maybe tag along, but I wouldn't want to because we we just can't get involved. Uh, not not there with 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 the others that are going to be in in uh, in attendance. It sounds like. I, I hope you understand.
2: Oh, certainly can't uh, can't falter for wanting to get involved in this.
1: Go out for your own skirt. Takes another bite.
2: Scissor... So there...
0: Is there anything else that uh, we could maybe try and help out with, uh, otherwise? Any other supplies or or things you might need going in?
2: Well, I know you guys have uh, quite a bit of extra parts laying around. Uh, Anything of the you know kind of weapon variety, I could maybe make a couple modifications to my blaster here. I don't think I can, uh, you know, walk in with this thing just hanging off my hip.
0: She, uh, she looks up and, and she says, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think there might be some things around that, that we can help you out in that regard. Just check in with the guys in the shop and, and uh, they'll set you up. Anything else, uh, Cal or Dadesh? Anything else?
1: Finishing their, um, their plates, Dadesh looks, looks at her and gives her a small shake of the head. Thanks, but." I already picked up some stuff before coming, um, motioning to their newer, more slightly more protective armor. And then they reach over their side onto the new weapon strapped to their back as they swing it around and place it in front of them. Can't wait to try this baby out as they show off their new bolt thrower that they're very eager to try
0: out. You see a little bit of, uh, Quaze's eyes kind of go wide and, uh, in excitement for that. And that's, uh, that's a nice piece of equipment there. Be, uh, sure. Nice to have some stuff like that around, uh, against those Griffin spiders around here.
1: Hey, if things go wrong, you might end up with one kind of laugh at that before slinging it back over their shoulder. hope it's as quiet as they advertise.
0: Well. I ain't crawling into that uh, that cantina after it, uh, regardless of what happens, so...
1: It'll be buried with me, then.
0: Now, hopefully not. Uh, at least not yet.
1: Fingers crossed, as they kind of mock do that with their claws. Not to be a pessimist, Cal, but without the droid, definitely the chances are different, let's say.
2: Well, we, uh... We ran several jobs back before uh forty joined the crew, so it'd be just like uh just like the old days datish
1: if the old days are like the carnival, I don't like the old days, but I see your point It kind of gives a gives an elbow into your side
2: there's that uh trademark Trandoshan, uh optimism I was looking for
1: we're well known for it infamously joyous creatures we are
2: you complete your
0: meal beginning of the day here and uh do what you need to do to prepare for your upcoming evening as the day carries on you roll into the late afternoon close to the evening getting ready to head towards this this event kweiss after checking in with chop uh, who heads off himself to head to the meliwampa for registration for the fights uh, Quace does come forward and, and checks in one last time with the two of you. Surely you're not uh, going to this fancy party looking like that, she says to you, Cal, kind of
2: looking you up and down. What, uh, what's wrong with the way I look? I think I uh, look pretty dashing, typically.
1: You look like you got dragged out by a womp rat.
0: Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't implying. I'm just saying for this type of event,
2: you're going to stick out. Kel takes a, a second and kind of looks down at what he's wearing, sort of looks around, looks back up, nods. I can see your point. Um, any suggestions on uh, local merchants where I could uh, get something a little more, uh, I guess, respectable to wear to this place?
0: Yeah, yeah, I could set you up with the guy, Abbott. He's a uh, pretty good tailor in sort and... Uh... He'll get you set up with something good. We we go back. Uh, so just just let him know,
2: you know, Quace, and he'll hook you up. Appreciate it. Uh, I think we'll go pay him a visit.
1: I haven't seen you change your look in a long time, Kel. I can't wait to see this.
2: If it ain't broke, you don't need to fix it, Datish.
1: That's the thing. And then kind of looks down and then looks back up and then kind of cocks their head a little bit. You haven't exactly... You know, since the ship got taken.
2: It's been been a rough couple days.
1: I'm not judging. I'm not judging. Okay, I'm judging a little bit.
0: As you meet up with Quaze's contact, Abbott, uh, he gets you set up in some new garments. You're now prepared, as best as you can be, to head to the Mellawampa for the evening's events. As you head towards that towards the cantina uh, you see there's a a line of people outside uh, there's there's flashing lights uh, they have a a roped off section uh for for these prestigious guests of the event uh two right away you see two um, burly bodyguards that are checking everyone in uh in wearing pretty fancy um dark gray uh suits and making sure everyone uh is Uh, allowed in that should be and uh, the guests uh, slowly make their way in as you arrive uh, at the back of the line to wait your turn to get in.
1: Cal, I sure hope this goes well.
2: You and me both.
0: The line inches forward one by one and eventually the two of you arrive in front of the guards who glance over the both of you Just present a hand and and, uh, one of them looks at you and says, uh, tickets, please.
2: Why, certainly. Kel will reach into the uh, pocket of his uh, new jacket and uh, produce a pair of tickets for the event.
0: The guard takes those, looks them over, uh, scans them into um, a device. All good here? You guys, uh, are you uh, packing anything?
1: Eddish nods, bodyguard.
0: Just going to need to check the weapons, that's all.
1: You better not be taking them, as they sling the bolt thrower and the the following um, bowcaster off both of their shoulders, and, and heavily place them on whatever table or they have prepared for them.
0: So as you do, the other guard steps forward and just kind of looks things over, and... Does a couple looks back and forth between like the weapons and you, uh, you get a little sense of like, is this necessary? Uh, the the initial uh, bodyguard, a bouncer there, turns to you, Cal and says, uh, "And uh, and you, sir, anything uh, to show?"
2: All uh, all the protection I needs right here. Cal will uh, kind of gesture over his shoulder back to uh, Datish. I'm paying him enough. I don't need to bring my own weapons, certainly.
1: They
0: nod. The guard is very convinced. at uh, your suggestion that you are clean and that uh, everything lies in the hands of, of your bodyguard. Returning the weapons to you, Daydash, they step aside and allow you to enter into to the Meliwampa for the event. As you do, there's loud music that begins playing. Uh, that's playing in the background and you also hear the, a loud uh, din of the crowd uh, as the place has filled up quite a bit. It looks quite different from when you were here earlier. Uh, as you come in and and the section you were in before was just that bar side with the, the looping bar in the middle and it was dark and, you know, a little dingy. Uh, visibility, of course, was limited uh, in that space, but uh, coming off to the side area, you see this large open room uh, with seating surrounding uh, three sides of a squared off uh, area for the fighting ring, the fighting pet. And uh, you can see that there's uh, behind there's some curtains on the one side of the ring where there are no uh, seats. Uh, and you assume that's where the fighters, the contestants, will make their entrance. But in those three sections, they are full with uh, just glamorous, extravagant uh, people of all sorts. Uh, you see humans, you see other species, other uh, races and aliens and in, in the sort, uh, all very well dressed. Uh, you can definitely tell that these are people that uh, themselves are somebody. Are here either to you know make connections with Yerkes or you know give him, uh, pay him respects vice versa. You are able to head out and uh, you know find seats yourself right now. There, There's a few spots here and there that are available for you to sit among the crowd. As you make your way towards your seats Scanning the crowd, uh, trying to find that best line of sight towards your target, Yurkus. You're not seeing him. There's other Tweliks here, but they're not Yurkus. And you know, it's it's not early. The event should start soon, but you don't you don't see him yet. So maybe he's going to show up later. Oftentimes, you know, these types of events, there's, there's a first few initial flights that are, you know, your amateur hour, uh, just to kind of get things warmed up uh, until the main event, if you will. As you sit down, a uh, gentleman next to both of you, who's uh, sharing seats nearby, gives you a nodding acknowledgement. Well, hello there. You uh, working for Yurkus or uh, trying to get him to work for you?
2: Oh, can't, uh, can't say I've had the pleasure of, uh, meeting Yurkis. Is he, is he here? I wouldn't even recognize him if I saw him.
0: Oh, well, I, I would assume that you have some association if, uh, if you're here tonight, but what bothers that to me, uh, here for a good time as well, yes? I, I hear we have quite the, quite the list of combatants this evening.
2: I hope so. I, uh, I do enjoy a good, uh, good fight. Are you a gambling man? I've been known to, uh, win. I've also been known to lose, though. But that's uh, part of the territory, isn't it, my friend?
0: Oh, yes, uh, very much so. A little bit more of the latter, unfortunately, but, uh... I'm glad to be sitting right next to you, then. Well, what do you say? As the crowd begins to grow in their energy, as uh, the first two fighters come out into the ring, this gentleman leans over and
2: says... Place a wager on our first fight here, get things started. Sounds uh sounds good to me. Keep things a bit interesting for us. Well, uh, what say you? Uh I like to get things going off the top. Thousand credits. Ooh, coming out uh coming out firing, huh? Sounds just right though. It's Kel thanks to himself, if I didn't have to uh keep up appearances as some sort of uh high roller. Those thousand could go a long way into uh, fuel and maintenance for the ship, but uh, such as it is. He extends a hand uh, to you for a
0: uh, friendly handshake to confirm the wager between the both of you. The two fighters come out, they are announced, and the first fight is off uh, with the ding of a bell uh, for the first round, and the fighters go at it. The fight goes back and forth. first round very even match crowd yelling loudly uh, in excitement as this goes back and forth second round comes out and uh, looks to be a little bit of favoritism to one of the fighters and then the third round another even matched about and at the end of it all uh, the judges have called it a a draw it's just too close to call and there's an eruption of of some cheers, but a lot of boos and, and jeers from the crowd, as as uh, they wanted to see a clear winner in this bout. The gentleman next to you, Cal, turns and says, "Well, I guess uh, s- split money this time. Uh, perhaps uh, the next event will prove more exciting."
2: Yeah, I can't uh, I can't believe that they called that a draw. Clearly, my fighter was the better. Uh combatant the
0: next fight comes and again back and forth this one much more eventful there's uh, two more event two more fights that you know of on the ticket here the third fight comes out you begin to realize that you didn't expect Chop to be in the main event and you haven't seen him as a combatant yet the third fight comes and goes this one the best yet of each ticket and then on to the final events much more fanfare for the fighters as they come out and immediately you realize chop's not there chop has not made an appearance yet but you know that this is the final event you look around the crowd as well you haven't seen yerkis yet either you were certain that I mean, this is the main event. Surely he would come out for this. But no sign of him. The fight carries on, and it is a good one. Crowd is into it. It is back and forth, even, even till the end. And then finally, erodian who you just did not expect. Uh, this kind of wiry looking fella, uh, you know, the type that's uh, squirrely, and, uh, you know, is going to be coming in there with the speed and agility rather than the brute strength. Lands a hefty right hook onto this Deveronian and just knocks him out cold. The ref calls the fight as the Rodian takes the title. Crowd erupts in cheers.
1: Dedesh has been keenly watching around, functioning as a bodyguard even if it is just a cover.
0: Amongst the loud reaction of the crowd, Dadesh, you see some movement in the crowd that catches your eye. Not somebody sitting in a seat, cheering along, but rather somebody moving through. And you're pretty confident you recognize them. And then they come up to the both of you from behind. And not wanting to necessarily point them out and cause a scene, but you realize that it's Oris Yurkis's right hand. And Kel, it's at that point that you feel a tap on your shoulder.
2: L's going to uh, instinctively sort of uh, slide his hand just across his chest and sort of into the uh, inside of his uh, jacket, not knowing who has just tapped him on the shoulder, but knowing he wasn't expecting anybody to be uh, sneaking up on him. But uh, after he does that, he'll just turn and uh, see who it is.
0: Horace gives a nod of the head, leans in down, face-to-face so he can talk into your ear amidst the loud noise. Boss, we'd like to see you. Come with me. And he steps out, waiting for you to, to stand up from your seats and follow him.
2: Kel's just going to, uh, as he stands, turn to Datish and kind of just make eye contact with the look of, this wasn't the plan. I'm sure a look that Kel has given Datish many times over... Uh, over the years.
1: Fiddish is steel-eyed as they actually pull their bolt thrower to be resting in their hands as they follow behind.
0: Oris takes you to the back of the the seats here in the section where you were, around the back into a a corridor in the back wall of the room. You head down that for a little bit and you come to the same hallway that you had uh, entered in last time, to an office that you had uh, met with Yurkus before and in times before as well. He opens the door, gestures in for you both to step inside, coming in behind you, closing the door behind him. As you come in, you see around the room uh, this, this kind of greeting chamber that Yurkus has. There's not his usual guests, girlfriends, and otherwise, hanging out, Yurkus is there. Oris moves over to his side uh, at the back of the room, and to the right, uh, you see a few other individuals. There's four individuals in uniforms that uh, you would recognize as uh Lalalas from Galasport, and an individual down on his knees, kind of head hung over. Uh, looks like he's bound in his, uh, by his hands, by his wrists, with a blaster to his back that you recognize as Chop. Cal, what a surprise. Didn't realize you were coming to join the party. I would have gave you a VIP if you just asked.
2: Uh, you know, I couldn't, uh, couldn't ask that of you. You've, uh, you've already done so much for me. I'd be... Uh overstepping asking for something like that, but how could I pass up such a wonderful event like this?
0: It's a bummer that uh, that I didn't get an opportunity to see the show on account of surprise visitors. He gives you a little nod when he says that. Caught wind of this uh, swooper here, and uh, some of my associates recognized him, and something just didn't feel right. And then... Got word by guards that they saw you, Dee Dee. Certainly, uh, don't blend in too much.
1: Diddish kind of sighs a bit before responding. Can't I just work a bodyguarding job without being accosted?
0: Yeah. Just, uh, choose the right clientele next time.
1: Diddish looks at
0: Cal. So, to the point. What the griff you doing here, Cal? Amidst the silence from you, Cal, Yurkis gestures his hands forward uh, expectantly for a response, but as he catches you and you find yourself tongue-tied, loss of words, he looks at you and says, It doesn't matter. We're done here. Your employment's... It's done. Oris, let's go. Oris then turns to the back of the room where they were nearby and hits a... It's hard to tell, but it looks like he hits uh, something on the wall and a panel of the wall opens up and they begin to step inside that. Yurkis then turns to the direction of the guards and says, Take care of them and then steps in through that. With that, one of the guards with their gun pointed towards Chop fires into Chop's leg. As Chop cries out in pain and falls over the ground, and the rest of the guards pull their weapons up towards e- each of you.
1: Kel, I've said it multiple times and I'm going to say it again. I griffin hate this planet.
0: As Yurkus and Oris make an attempt to escape through this back hidden escape route, tunnel, whatever it is, uh, and the guards, one of them just taking a cheap shot into Chap's leg, already bound, uh, falling to the ground. They then turn and uh, pull their weapons up to the two of you, taking shots, you realizing that they had one task, and that was to take you guys, uh, take care of you guys. Two of the Lalas fire out towards uh, you, Kel, and Day-Dash. uh Kel, the first one uh, comes at you and hits off some of your armor uh, and luckily uh, it, it absorbs some of that energy blast and deflects the rest of it. Dadesh, you unfortunately are not so uh, lucky and you're hit square with a heavy blast uh, from this other guard's uh, shot and uh, hitting into you doing pretty extensive damage. Uh, you feel it Pretty significantly, they then begin to kind of flank around the room, taking up uh, a little bit wider stance uh, to make sure that um, they can close in on you and, and take care of this.
2: Two thousand credits to just walk away. Whoever wants it, Kel will then uh, stand there with his blaster ready, but not necessarily uh, aimed in a aggressive manner and wait to see if any of the Lala want to take him up on the, uh, the offer.
1: Did a sh- still reeling from the pretty bad blaster shot, trying to regenerate best they can keeps their claws firmly gripped on the bolt thrower as they whisper over to Kel. I hope you know what you're doing.
0: The guard next to chop that had taken a shot at him Uh, looks up and gives his attention to you, Cal, and uh, your offer here. And you you think you see him considering that. 2,000 credits, split between all of us. I don't know about that. It's not... uh, I ain't the best at uh, no arithmetic, but... And what do you do if we let you go? The the other one next to him the other guard uh shaky with his his rifle uh he says that's a lot of money uh, you know that would be good i, I mean yurkas is paying us pretty good but you know i don't really want to get caught up in this it is growls the other two guards that initially took their shots uh relax a little bit with their weapons uh just kind of waiting for another response
2: Well, the way I see it, uh, I take out these 2,000 credits, I hand it to you, and Kel will uh, nod at the one that seems to kind of be uh, calling the shots for the group. You walk out this door behind us, we uh, pick up uh, this swooper here, and uh, we get him out of here, and we don't cross paths again.
1: Bitish not nervously, but cautiously looks over the entire group, trying to make as intimidating as an eye contact as they can as they, one by one, go left to right, staring at each of the Lalas, finally focusing on the last one, their bolt thrower still firmly in their grasp, their finger on the trigger ready.
0: As the conversation comes back around to the seemingly in charge member of the Lalas. He takes a look to his left and right at his companions and reaches down, grabs Chop by his, uh, the back of his coat and throws him forward on the ground. You've got yourself a deal. Hand it over. And we never saw each other. And if anyone asks, we completed our job.
2: They uh won't hear any different from me. As far as I'm concerned, you uh you took care of the situation and you cleaned it up afterwards. And with that, uh, Kel will reach into his uh pocket and uh, produce the uh, the 2,000 credits. Here you go. As he uh holds out his hand with uh with the credits.
0: The Lala guard snatches it out of your hand and immediately just kind of starts going through that. And uh, the other guards come over to him, looking almost like giddy school children over a bounty of candy or something. He says, easy, easy, boys. Uh, you'll get your cut. Let's get out of here. And uh, he kind of gives a, a soft kick to chop on their way out. Uh, but then uh, takes off, uh, steps behind you, and then goes to the door and then heads out.
1: Yiddish yeah, will go to get Chop up off the ground. Up and at him, big guy.
0: He's slow to his feet, and he lets out a moan as he puts weight on his leg that took the blaster bolts. Oh, crif You guys should have, you should have just taken him out get after. get after Yerkis. It might still be time. You can't be making that much ground.
1: Come on, you've taken worse blaster bolts from me. And believe me, I imagine that's still on our mind, looking over at Kel expectantly.
2: You, uh, able to walk on that thing? As Kel, uh, gestures to Chop's leg.
0: I, I can walk, yeah. I can't do no running. So I'm just gonna drag you guys back. I can get out of here, though.
1: Dadesh will move, chop to a to a wall or something to make sure he's propped up before quickly running over to where they saw Oris flip the switch, kind of uncovering whatever mechanism there is there and repeating the action.
0: As you step over to the wall, Dedesh, uh you find the area where this this mysterious door keypad was, and uh, go to try and activate that. Uh, you hear a beep, <laughs> but one that is is of a access denied variety. And uh, you see that it looks like there, there needs to be some kind of a key card or something to engage this that you must not have noticed on Oris's hand uh, to engage his door and open that up.
1: Ah, uh, Criff, Kel, you're up! As um, Dedesh moves back over to where they, if they remember where the um, sliding door slid up and readies their, readies their blaster for whenever Kel finishes doing what they do best.
2: All right, Kel will uh, walk up to the panel and um, take out a uh, vibro dagger and uh, use it to kind of uh, dislodge the panel uh, off the front to reveal the, uh, the wiring behind it. I have all the times to actually need 4D. That, uh, that droid probably could have taken this, taken care of this door quicker than I can. But uh, I'll try to hotwire this thing.
1: Do you want the twilight dead or not?
2: Well, after uh, setting us up to be killed, I think I kind of do.
1: Get to work, droid arm.
0: Cal, as you step forward, plugging into the uh, switch, the panel on the wall, hoping that. It- you can knock this out uh, and have some luck and uh, not waste any further time to uh, hopefully catch up to Yurkus. As you work at getting this door open, there's a a satisfying beep and the door slides open, but then it stops and it goes about a quarter of the way. You're not going to be able to fit through. You realize that you need just Another moment, another attempt, and you should definitely be able to get through this time around. Dadesh, as Cal continues to work on opening the door the full way so you can get through, you at least peer down its opening to see what's on the other end, uh, hoping for maybe uh, the tail of Yurkus in the distance. Unfortunately, the dark, narrow hallway does not provide any. Uh, any glimpse of that. It carries on down and and looks at a certain point, turns off to the left or right. Cal continues working, and Daydash, as you do have your uh, head buried in that opening, the door then opens up the rest of the way, completing the slice into the panel, and you are able to enter in. You enter into the tunnel, step into the tunnel. It's dark and damp and uh, you can hear sounds of water dripping in the distance. Beyond that, there's not really any other sounds or initial perceptions of Yurkus in the distance.
2: So Kel's going to turn to Daydash and say, well, you're the hunter of the outfit. Let's, uh, Let's go after him.
1: Are you finally ready to move? And they kind of roll their eyes and immediately start running down the hallway. Their dark vision helping them see through the the dim ca- the dim um, hallways as they start sniffing out with their lizard-like nostrils. Their infrared vision also helping them scan for the possible footprints and whatnot. And with the boots of Oris and both of them and the other guards that have been going through, it's hard to tell. But then they they catch a whip of something, some kind of overly expensive alcohol or whatnot that they know our dear Yerkes love to frequent. And they immediately snap their head as they catch the scent, as they keep running, looking back towards Kel as they shout, got him.
0: You move forward through the tunnels below city of Gallusport here, not really knowing where they're going, where they're gonna end up, hoping to just run into the Twi'lek to take care of him. You come around a bend in the tunnel You get to uh, a crossway of uh, other piping in here. That's the only way through is over. Uh, They're wet and slick, covered in grime. Uh, You can see here uh, that it looks like somebody that was here before has already made this uh, trek over this uh, from the scrapes and the the markings in the grime
2: on the pipes. Kel, continuing to... Head down the hallway, following Datish, comes across those uh, greasy pipes. Quickly scans it uh, with his eyes and notices a area that had been uh, previously touched, so the grease and grime is less uh, prevalent there. And is able to quickly place his hand uh, there with his uh, cybernetic arm and using that to kind of hold the weight, the rest of his body, and uh, hurdle over across the uh, the pipes in kind of one smooth jump.
0: You swiftly and successfully make it over the obstacle. And once you're on the other side, are able to assist uh, Day Dash, uh to get them over as well on the other side. And turning quickly, you then head off deeper into the tunnels, hoping to catch up to your target. You come down the hallway here of the tunnel and uh, you do come to a fork, uh, left and right and it's murky, uh, dusty, and dirty. It's, at first glance, it's hard to see if tracks go one way or the other specifically. Dadesh, you look down and do your best to, to try and gain information on uh, which way your prey has gone.
1: Quickly scanning between back and forth and back, It's very faint, but they could see just a little bit of a print of Yurkus's boot going the right direction as Dadesh, not even talking to Kel, immediately starts heading down that hallway.
0: The tunnel continues, and as you pick up the trail, Dadesh, and continue on, you start. Grid cells are firing. You you feel like you get a sense of of where you are, at least the general direction uh, that you've been going. And. It probably wasn't uh, too much of a mystery that maybe he was heading this way, but uh, you're pretty confident that you're heading towards the uh, the starport of uh, the city here, uh, as you assume Yurkus is probably trying to make his escape. You continue to head that direction, and tunnels continue on.
1: The griffin bastard's already trying to run. Guess he's that afraid of us.
0: As you continue on... The tunnels begin to kind of split off uh, in these crossroads. Dadesh, De you've, you've narrowed on on the trail pretty well, and you know you need to continue going in the straight direction. But, Cal, you pick up on other noises from these side tunnels. You put up your hand for a second and halt, Dadesh, De and, and listen. And you pick up on these footballs moving around, and you realize that something or somebody is, is down here as well. Assuming, potentially, Yurkis called somebody in to hunt you down, just in case, or something else is is uh, in these tunnels, maybe looking for a meal.
2: Kel hears off to the uh, side those footfalls and essentially puts out his hand to uh, stop Dittish's, uh progress, knowing that uh, they're in full-on track tracking prey mode. Kel pauses for a moment, waits for the sound of the footfalls to stop, and then pick up again, thinking that might be an opportune time to uh, move, so their movement sounds blend in with those of uh, the creatures or the individuals uh, walking. As soon as the right moment strikes, makes a motion with his hand to uh, gesture Datish to quickly follow along, and he slides across the open hallway
0: feeling confident that you have moved past this obstacle in the form of someone hunting you down or something you continue on down the tunnels. You go for a little bit further and you can see in the distance that it looks like the tunnels are coming into a room that opens up. You get to the edge of that and it's a large uh, drainage room uh, with grates in the middle of it, uh, there are some vent. Uh, there are some grates in the ceiling as well, letting in some of the um, streetlights in and whatnot from outside. Here in the cover of uh, the nighttime, there are uh, structures and and uh, garbage and crates and things littered about the room as well. You look around the room. You look at the shadows, and your your natural uh, vision in the darkness aids you as you look past the, the structures, the scrap metal that's, that's been abandoned down in here, and you pick up on a couple of shadowy figures uh, nearby in one of the crates. You're, you're confident that it's not more garbage or something here in the room.
1: Kind of grinning a bit at their haphazard hiding attempt... Biddish looks at Kell and jerks with their head to indicate where they're hiding before one step two step three step points their metal bolt thrower at them found you as a yellow electric glow starts to hiss at the tip of their weapon grinning cockily the um the tip of the bolt thrower Blasts out this yellow energy net that fires off and wraps around both Oris and Yerkus's legs as the const- as the constructed um, restraint bolts into the ground, keeping them and in- keeping them in place long enough as they reposition their blaster to be pointing at Yerkus's head. How's it going, boys?
0: There is a cry. Uh, from both individuals as the snare uh, wraps around each of them and it, they try to get up and and pull away from it but it just causes them to fall over in a thud. Yurkus rolls over on his back uh, and just looks up, just glares down your barrel of your blaster and curses at you. You won't get away with this. There will be people after me. They will find you.
1: I finally have the chance to say this you talk so much as they turn to as they turn to kel and motion at them well you want to do the honors
0: you find yourselves standing in front of the doors to kenth baron's office they open with a whoosh and you step inside to see your good old imperial friend on the other side of his desk. Kader, Piresh. good to see you again. I trust that uh, you carried out your side of the bargain.
1: Without looking at Kel or even making too much eye contact with Kent, the masks still being on in the imperial presence, Hidesh reaches into a satchel on their side and Un, and pulls out a a um a cloth a cloth parcel of some sort unwrapping it haphazardly they take the tip of a very dismembered leku and throw it onto the table the the end that would be attached to presumably yerkis cauterized and not bleeding as Danish looks at them and say no. with um and if kel knows any Dosh means target killed
0: the severed Leku lands on the desk with a gross thud and Kent rears back a little bit in surprise at, at the grotesque uh, presentation of this uh, but then catches himself and says and I can trust that Yerkus is taken care of you didn't just grab a souvenir
1: if nash nesko Scorekeeper would not be pleased.
0: Kent just looks to you, uh, Kel, as uh, Daydash carries on, uh, waiting for a, a response that he can understand.
2: You uh, could consider Yurkus taken care of and won't be causing any more trouble for you, or me, for that matter.
0: Feels good, doesn't it?
2: It'll feel a whole lot better when I've got, uh, got my ship back.
0: Ah, uh, yes. Well, we've gotten word that Yerkis has been evicted from his reign in Shishero. Our forces are moving in, doing what they can to try and pick up in his, uh, his absence. So congratulations, They dash. clean slates.
1: They respond with a, with a curt nod, crossed arms.
0: Be proud. That you did a good thing for the Empire.
2: They growl under their breath a bit. Let's, uh, just get one thing straight. I didn't do this for you. I didn't do this for the Empire. I did this for one reason. That was to get my ship back and get Datish here a clean slate. And I really hope our paths don't cross again.
0: We shall see, Mr. Vanix. We shall see. This concludes tonight's episode of Vagrant Freighters. Tune in next time as our story continues on Dungeon Jedi Masters Theater.